0: Well, hello, hello, hello everybody. Welcome to the Young Wild Financially Free Podcast. My name is Andrew Roberts. I'm the host of this show, and today's episode is a good one. It's an oldie but goodie, a little bit of a throwback for those of you dedicated Tree Homes slash Young Wild Financially Free Podcast listeners. About a year ago, the Tree Homes crew, me, Matt, and Lexi, put on an awesome Facebook Live, which we recorded just basically a live podcast of us talking about real estate, what we're passionate about. We talked about some long-term buy and hold rentals, some fix and flips, and other areas of real estate that we're very passionate about, and so I wanted to throw it back a little bit today and give you guys a nice little listen. This is a good, juicy episode that y'all will thoroughly enjoy. You get to know me and Matt and Lexi a little bit better personally, and also you get some awesome tips and tricks on real estate investing. For those of you that are listening to this on the day it comes out, today's July 3rd, so happy 4th of July, happy Independence Day, hope you guys are wearing red, white, and blue, doing fireworks, and eating candy, and hot dogs, and hamburgers, and playing yard games, should be a blast. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast, we put out once a week, and we also are starting to do this Facebook Live thing once a week too, so go over to the Tree Homes Facebook page, that's Tree, with one E, T-R-E, Homes, and... Watch our Facebook Lives once a week. It's awesome. It's basically a live podcast, and we put out a ton of content on all of our social media channels. Thank you guys for being so awesome and listening to this show. We really appreciate you guys. Please subscribe. Leave some comments. Leave some reviews. Let us know what you think. We love you. Enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it. We live it hello everybody
2: first time on facebook live we're super excited
1: Uh, yeah it's it's fun we're gonna talk about our story a little bit and really how different we are right
2: yeah i think that's that's a good thing
1: (laughs) we're really different
2: it's the fascinating thing we're talking about it is that Lexi and I basically are completely opposites, but we complement each other a lot. Yeah. And growing tree homes would basically be impossible, I would say, without without you. And, and
1: without you, for sure. You could
2: do it without me, for sure.
1: No, I would have never started it. I would have been a second grade teacher with my little cottage. Yeah. And my I would have had my little retirement account. I would have yeah, been totally play happy. Played it safe. So, I would have ridden to school on a scooter. That's it. Like, yeah. totally simple life. But it would have been good. <laughs> yeah.
2: So Lexi's like the safe one and she's very organized and stays on top of everything while I'm running wild and taking risks.
1: (laughs) I'd kind of like to start with like just talking about how Matt was super different in college and I instantly knew like we started dating when we were 18 and we're going to college and he started getting his real estate license and... I was like all right you're gonna go into real estate but i had no idea like to what extent so he started wearing his like suit and tie to class and literally would be working on deals while he was in class and i was like man you're like super serious about this and then i just started like noticing like he was in the office more than any other agent but he was like you were still taking like a full load of classes yeah i was the assistant in the office so like I kind of knew what was going on with all the agents. And I just knew that, like, okay, I'm like, this guy's a super hard worker. And, like, just it really focused, like, from the beginning. on knew exactly, like, what it took. So I saw that super quickly. And I think you've just, like, continued to run with that. And it's been cool to kind of, like, be able to support and kind of help you get organized and be the, right. the, the back end of it. Yeah. And then it's cool to watch, like, somebody kind of be empowered by their passion and not be held back by the things that they're not good at, which we've, we're have we kind of figuring out with our business with all of our employees right now, right?
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically we're trying to um, bring people um, to be part of the team. We're, we're hiring agents right now. Uh, we're bringing on people that are doing wholesaling. And the goal is to help people kind of get where they want to go. And I was thinking about this earlier. Um, I, I, I always recommend that everyone should – start thinking about real estate and find ways to own real estate. But even if you're not owning, like you should, I, I'm a big believer that you should be thinking about it because it, it real estate has a piece to do with everything in your life. Like wherever you're living, you're leasing. and yeah. um, It's just, it's something that I think is the only way to quickly become your own boss. Um, other than like hitting something really big like, Creating an app or, you know, creating a, a business that you're great at. Yeah. Um, real estate allows that for people, and, and that's what we're big believers in.
1: I, I think it's cool, too, how you've kind of helped people that think that you have to be, like, to a certain financial point in your life to start buying real estate. You've kind of, like, opened the door to, like, hey, you can start super young. You know, right. you can start with very little and just, just start. Yeah. Start where you are. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, another cool thing I, I think that I just want to point out, I'm kind of, like, I don't think you tell people this all the time, but um, being focused on something, but then also being humble enough to reach out to everybody in the field who Mm. has done it and has done it really well. I think that's a good strength of yours is like, you're never afraid to like pick up the phone. In college, he called uh, Warren Buffett's office. It was like the one time the secretary was like not there or something. What happened?
2: No, they just, you know, I called, uh, (laughs) hey, can I talk to Warren Buffett? And they said, who are you? I said, I'm Matt Teifke. And they just kind of laughed and they said, "Oh, I'm sorry. There's no way that we can do that."
1: <laughs> but it was cool like he, I mean, you've always kind of like found everybody every city that you've gone to like we we've gone to meetings in in Houston and and met with some great real estate companies there. Um, let's give them a shout out. Like yeah, Empire Empire's doing awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool how open people are to helping if you just reach out and ask. And you've shown me that, like, I would have been completely intimidated by most of the people you've set up appointments with, but yeah. it's really cool to see like people be like open their doors and just accept us and welcome us. And
2: yeah, I love that about business. I feel like people that, um, are passionate about business and like it, they're always willing to help other people out. And yeah. Like at all levels. I mean, yeah,
1: and, and, and throughout different industries too, right? Right. Not just real estate. Yeah,
2: all, all industries. Like people yeah. really like helping out if you're reaching out. Um, they're going to want to bring value or. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but, you know, the the funny thing is that I'm the guy that's outgrowing and meeting people and kind of sharing who Tree Homes is. But at the end of the day, Lexi is really the person running the business. Um, there's, you know, how many people? Um, that you work with directly right now,
1: um, uh, Crystal, Gabby, Robert, uh, Katie, Annika just started with us. My sister in law. Um, it's it's cool. Like our our team's growing so much. Uh, Emile's doing sales. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's. We a got constant. three new agents. Um, Crystal is helping with accounting. Yep.
2: We're getting into multifamily property management, so uh, we manage three little twenty-unit complexes and. We're working with a group that's looking at a 161 unit deal. So I'm always going out and saying, "Hey Lex, we're getting this 161 unit apartment complex," and she's like, "Whoa, how is this? How (laughs) is this possible?" At first, it used to
1: really freak me out. Like I'd be like, "We can't handle this." Like you know, just kind of always pulling the reins back instead of pushing him forward. But I realize now, like I had to. There has to be a balance, right? Like I had to pull on the reins a little bit and make him slow down enough to give me time to get everything set and it's been kind of cool I totally freaked out when we got pregnant a little bit like we had we went through like a month of like oh my god what are we gonna do because I was super just like in charge of the operations right um but then as we it was probably like one of the biggest blessings with our company because now I'm like it motivated me more than ever to remove myself right. uh, from the company and from the day-to-day and to figure out how to delegate better and process things and put checks and balances in, in place and um, really figure out like, how do I want this to work? And would this process work with 300 or 400 or 500? And it's been cool to see how being able to do that has also supported you and now I can be more excited for you getting more because I feel like we can support it now. And right. it's not all like... doesn't always feel like you're building more blocks on, on just me. You know? Right, right. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's We're setting a really good foundation. And I feel like everybody that we have in place right now is doing what they're really good at. And, and they really like it. Um, craziest thing ever. Annika was like, I love this job. It's so great. So many details. And I was like, I hate accounting. I hate reconciling bank accounts. And just putting like the processes together for me has, has been really fun to have, like knowing that somebody else can do it and enjoy it. That's so cool.
2: Right. Yeah. It is cool to, to provide that and yeah. to see how that flourishes for people. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. And then everyone grows together.
1: Yeah. I love that.
2: Yeah. Um, well I think, um, for me it's like I'm, I'm in the transition from Um, commercial real estate to joining tree full time. And now I'm thinking like, where are we going to take this? How does this look in the future? And I'm super excited because I'm very fascinated in the investment side of everything. Mm -hmm. And my goal is to, you know, bring the people that like what we're doing, that see what we're doing and have the same interest. And really, I would love to Put a bunch of money together and go buy apartment complexes.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: That sounds like something that I would be really good at. And well, and you,
1: he's helped with some apartment syndications already. Um, tell like everybody, I don't even know if everybody knows exactly what all you've, you've done and been a part of.
2: Um, yeah, so on the multifamily side, um, I've helped raise money for two different deals. One in Louisville and uh, one in San Antonio. And the way that those properties work is basically like say somebody invests hundred thousand dollars, they would get about eight thousand dollars a year return to them. So you'd get that monthly, yeah. uh, and then in like year five or six, when they sell the property or refinance it, you'd get a big chunk of that uh, cash back. Um, the way that they're projected is at the end of the day, it's like a fifteen percent return, and so uh, it'd be like eight thousand for year one, two, three, four. And then five, you'd get like 170000 back. And you'd basically double your money in five years. So those are super cool deals that I would eventually like to be putting together myself. Yeah,
1: for sure. And then you'd, you could, be really you could good hold at it down that. on
2: the management side. Yeah,
1: I love that. It's There's so many possibilities. And that that's why I think like with real estate, it's really cool. No, yeah, I like that idea. I think that's really, that's really interesting. I think it's cool that uh, with real estate, you can be kind of... Um, a lot of people think you have to be like focused on one thing, which I, I agree with to a point, like being in the operations end, it's important to be focused, but then with real estate, there's so many possibilities. So we see some people that are really drawn to the flip. They love like the challenge of turning something that's not good into something beautiful. And then mm-hmm. um, a lot of people like the buy and hold and then watch the market grow. But some people, if you you don't have patience for that, like 20 year patience, To watch a property appreciate you probably should do more flips right because it's like immediate yeah so it's cool to have like different personalities have different ways of investing
2: right 100% Um, yeah I mean everyone has different goals and I met a lady today and she's a full-time marketing agent and she's flipping her first house awesome she went all out on the like finish out and floors and she's renting it
1: Nice. I love that. Like do I know, you? yes, I really do. Okay, because from a management perspective, you're way b- before the curve of the appreciation, but why not make the top of the market rent and be able to lease out your fa- your house faster than any other house in the neighborhood, right? right? Like it might not be the smartest for a flip, but it, I think it's the smartest for a rental. And then like you're that. having to your maintenance go on an ongoing basis is usually way less if you put all the money into it in the beginning. And so why not go ahead and replace it with things you really like instead of slowly replacing it with crap. Okay. And then you've, in the in the 20 years that you've had it, now you want to put money into it, but you've already spent probably 40, maybe, probably less, probably like around 15,000 putting in stuff that you really don't like, you're going to rip out anyways. I like that mentality of it. Let's right. make it awesome May, and the renters have a lot more pride in, the, in it and they end up staying longer a lot right. of times
2: good point yeah completely renovated the whole thing I like but then it she put carpet in the bedrooms do you like that or? I don't
1: love it I mean just from a rental perspective I in fact you put carpet in one of our rentals without me knowing and I was like mm-hmm. dude why'd you do that like I just wouldn't um I'm all about the LVP um which is laminate vinyl plank it's It's awesome. It's like waterproof, scratch proof. And if, if a tenant messes up one square, like let's say like a kid just takes like a crazy scissors to it or something, um, then you can replace just one little thing of it. So it's super durable and people like it because it really feels like wood on your feet. It's not like the slippery old laminate. Like it's, it's great. It's, I I love it. So I say, why not just put that in once? And We're seeing a lot of times now, like, higher-end homes are putting that in, too. So, like, I don't feel like it's, like, a rental-grade carpet. You're going to replace it if you're renting it. Like, there's no carpet. I know they make higher-end carpets now. Like, we've seen them. We've we've used them before. People that are just, like, we have to do carpet. There is, like, stain-resistant and stuff. But, trust me, a dog can ruin any type of carpet. And there will be dogs. Like, especially, I mean, we live in Austin. I um, always recommend to all of my owners, like don't say no pets. It's, it's going to hurt you. It's going to leave your house on the market for a long time or opposite. People are just going to lie and say they don't have a pet. And so you're not going to collect a pet deposit. Gotcha. Yeah. So okay. it's just worth it to say, to make your house pet friendly and then go with it. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Especially like you said in Austin, kind of, I'd like for you probably to just tell them like, how do you look at real estate? What are, What are your goals with real estate? Like, what do you like about it?
1: Yeah. I love that. Um, what I've really found peace in because I told you guys at the beginning that I'm a lot less risky than you are. So, um, what I do like about it is you can see it, you can feel it, you can have control over it. You, I know you can't have control over the market, um, but you can put money into it and see money coming out and it's something you can track. So I really like that about it. And I, I, I like that it's a safer play. Um, when I say risky, like Matt also really likes stocks. So we're like risky on two different levels of yeah. <laughs> on in our life. Yeah. So I feel like our buy and holds, um, usually I have some say in what we're buying and I can find I love to like put like I like to really zone in on an area and find like the best little house. Right. And what I like about all of our rental properties and we've lived in most of them is that they're homey and they're comfortable and I I feel like they're home. So um, I buy houses that I I feel like have a little bit more character. Mm. And so even though I always tell my rental owners like, don't find any emotional attachment to your rental property. It's a business. You need to treat it like that. But I think it's good to have a good little like soft feeling about it. You know, put some pride into it. And then my tenants all like, I love all of our tenants. We, we totally try and take care of them and um, it creates this kind of like cool energy, you know. Um, and like one of our houses, um, the first one that Matt and I moved into in Round Rock a couple that lives there, the sweetest couple there, they're in Round Rock. They had a home birth at our house, which I love cause we're gonna do a home birth too. So I think it's cool to kind of yeah. like follow their story. Right. And um, I, my team and I always joke that we're actually counselors. We're, we're not really property managers, we're counselors. Because owners and tenants and vendors, like they all want to call and just like, they all just really want to talk. Like it's a people business. And so that's what I like about it. Um, I, I like that side of real estate. Um, I don't like all the craziness and the, the fast of it. So it's I'm in the perfect position working with my team and working with yeah. the people and bringing some love to a very um, lovesick industry, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, for people that rent and you know have property managers, they don't have the best experience because- yeah. If you're a tenant and you're renting, you just think that your landlord's just greedy and trying to make money. Yeah. I've I've seen that, how people look at them like that a lot of times.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of times we are caught in the middle of, like, owners not wanting to spend any money and tenants needing stuff done. So we do try and bring a fair balance to the tenants and the owners and help them more work together. And we really try and help our owners see that, like, hey – it's not that we're on the tenant's side. We're definitely working for you. Um, but as property owners ourselves, it's in your best interest to take care of those tenants. They'll stay longer. They'll take care of your property and they'll just have pride in where they live. Like uh, to me, like hands down, you can't yeah. go wrong with like treating people good, you know? That,
2: that's a huge point. Cause, and we've been lucky. Yeah, um,
1: we've been super lucky.
2: How many? So in our three of our houses that we have, uh, Our tenants have been there for four years. And And
1: one of our tenants asked us to sign a five-year lease. And I was like, yeah, that's a little too long. I don't know what the taxes are going to do, but I'll do two. They did a five-year (laughs) lease. They wanted to do a five-year lease. commercial lease. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: But yeah, so you can look at real estate like, hey, let me get the most rent I can possibly get and I'm not going to fix anything because I'm all about making money. And then your tenants just move out. And so when a tenant moves out every year, there's a leasing fee and a make-ready cost and... In basic- vacancy,
1: vacancy time, uh, right. usually, yeah. If you're sitting yeah. on the market
2: for two months, mm-hmm. um, if it's the wrong time of the year, we have a house. Yeah,
1: wrong time of the year is hard.
2: Andrew and I have a house in Round Rock, and it is like right in the right by Dell. It's a perfect rental, but it's kind of a bad time right now. Yeah, it is
1: really. I we like to end our leases May through August. Try and stay in that time of the year where families are moving, uh, college kids are moving. Most people move in the summer, you know, whether they have kids or not. Um, job transfers a lot of times happen in the summer. So, um, yeah, once the summer ends, um, there's still hope to rent. We definitely, like, we've moved in like four of our houses this week, but yeah. um, it definitely becomes more it of a challenge. It can be tricky. Yeah. yeah. And, and then for student sure.
2: housing. So, we just picked up a 22 unit uh, student housing complex right by UT. Yeah. And it's completely vacant because they missed the leasing season. We
1: didn't. We just picked it up. Just yeah, to clarify well, so, that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, we're the property managers. And the whole property is vacant. And yeah. so these people might be paying $7,000 a month on the property and there's no one in there. So it's just right out of their pocket. The owners
1: are great though. They're taking the opportunity to, to renovate and make it really cool. So right. that way when we do get into the leasing season, we're ready to go and we have a really good product, which yeah. I think is so cool. Right. So it's, it's a good plan.
2: And then, so our goal is um, to be ready for next leasing season. Yeah. And it's like, it's like game time. Like we'll probably start getting ready in October and start marketing November, December, trying to get at least for August, yeah, um, to have that property filled. Because if you're you're in a student housing area, like most most of those people are all students, yeah. And the, and if you miss them, there's not like a family moving right behind UT, right to right. go live, um, right. So it's fascinating. how Yeah, that works. it definitely
1: can become complicated. So there's all these different factors you have to look at. Um, and kind of going back to, you know, why we want to keep our tenants for a long time. Um, an owner is somebody who, um, maybe turned their house into a rental property, a house they used to live in. So they have this like really emotional connection to it. And uh, it's, it's maybe not really ever going to be looked at as a business. And so they're too involved, right? They, um, they're almost like helicopter owners, right? And they don't really have any interest in buying more. Well, then we have investors who buy for um, business purposes. They want to take care of their tenants. Um, they're very less emotionally attached to them. And so um, those are the investors that we, our motto is grow with us. Um, we're constantly looking for new deals, helping people grow. We want to help our owners and investors create financial freedom, right? Right. That's the goal. That's the goal. And
2: Sam Sam has a great question. Oh, good. Um, Y'all talk about the best place that you could put your money. Real estate, stocks, gold, crypto, or land. I love that question. Yeah, great Uh, question. Lex, Yeah, I I obviously have a lot of thoughts, but you take that first. Um, Like, how do you look at that? I don't know if you follow crypto...
1: Well, to me, it's it's kind of, I'm probably a little biased because I'm, I'm more of the safe side. But to me, we live in one of the most desirable places, probably in the world.
2: Right, so you're right. Keep so you
1: I'm saying, like, I say, like, I want to invest in Austin. And, like, that means, like, the land of Austin and the people in Austin. I, I know there are so many other great investments out there and that's what I get to lean on Matt for is like researching those. and.
2: What's up, Andrew?
1: Andrew is here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hi guys. Branko. Thanks for joining us.
2: Hey, do you need a beer? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Dude,
1: okay.
2: I needed my co-host uh, I too, know, man. I'm here, I'm here. Okay. We got Andrew here now. So. Hey, everybody. So what were you guys talking about? Um, just all kinds of random stuff. What, tell us about what you had going on. It's cool, the commercials. Oh, my gosh. That, that's uh, People don't want to know about
0: that. Yes, they do. Come on, man. I was in a Toyota commercial for a Toyota Cedar Park. If you guys need to buy a Toyota, go there. It's a plug. Shameless. Toyota Cedar Park. I yeah. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, so that was fun, but I'm here now, super excited, to talk to you guys about real estate investing, uh, the benefits of that, why we love love that, and the dream that we have for financial freedom, really, is kind of like the whole base of why we do what we do, what we're passionate about. Um, And so we just want to share that with you guys and um, hopefully motivate and inspire some people to to get started in real estate. Or if you're already an investor, kind of tell you the the benefits of um, the path that that we're on.
2: Yeah, so Lexi and I were just talking about, I think it's super fascinating that we are like completely different people. Sure. And that like the business doesn't work without one or the other right yeah um, it's just interesting like yeah um, yeah when you start a
0: business I mean you have to you have to have people um, and good people right yeah and that's the whole thing that, that you've that you've gone on with with tree homes is because um, I was the third person to come on and yeah 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 Number three, baby. Yeah, I, know. Hey, I, I won't see. forget it I won't yeah. forget it um, and you know that's something that you've told me since the beginning is that like you look for good people you want to hire good people um, and then just find the right position for them, which goes to show the kind of person that you are, the kind of boss that you are, um, and it's been successful. I mean, we've grown so much over the past, right. you know, since you started. Um, I've been here for two years, and it, we've just absolutely exploded. Um, I feel like it's, so been it's a little worked. longer, but
2: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, in, in a good way. I mean, right. I feel like we've done a lot.
0: Yeah, for sure. I really do. We have, yeah. Um, I mean, and the reason why you started this business is because of your interest in real estate investing right. yeah 100%. Um, and why I mean so obviously I know but for the listeners yeah what like why did you get I know that you were um, interested in real estate in high school mm-hmm. and you started selling houses you mm-hmm. got your license but what about real estate investing because like for me I'm not super I don't want to like for and for a lot of listeners don't want to become a real estate agent don't want to do sales in mm-hmm. that aspect um, but the benefit of real estate investing. What, what is that for
2: you? Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, Sam was asking, what is the best investment? Stocks, gold, crypto, real estate? So <laughs> I was c-
0: invested in gold for a long time and it was like slow and steady.
2: Gold is the currency f- since the beginning. Right, yeah, Um yeah. But no, for me, it was uh, seeing that like literally anybody can get into real estate. And I was thinking about this earlier. I, th- I feel like it's the quickest way to become your own boss. Sure, yeah. Um, you can do any any other job. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be a producer or, you know, an artist and right. do real estate, and the real estate will allow you to do that full-time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because That's you, funny it's, that you say that because, so, <laughs> going back to where I just came from, a um, commercial shoot, you know, my goal is to um, be a full-time actor, you know, and to, you know, pursue that passion, my artistic passion. Mm-hmm. And so when I was doing that, I was um, I was when I first got started, I was Googling what are the best jobs to do for <laughs> for actors. Like basically survival jobs. And um, real estate was like top one.
2: And, and number one? Yeah, yeah. Nice. It was. I love that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so it. that just goes to show like that's one of the main reasons why I am right. interested in real estate investing is that so that I'll have time. You know, it'll give me time. I don't want to, because like working, uh, you know, a nine to five job or whatever job, whether you enjoy it or not, it, it requires time, right? And we only have 24 hours in a day. Right. But if you have a house and you're not doing anything with it, if it's a long term, you know, buy and hold, someone's, and you're making money off of it, yep. then that's, that's the dream, right? Is to make money and not have to do anything. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, it sounds simple, but. No,
2: that's, I think that's the same for me, honestly, because. Yeah. I, I feel lucky that um, I get into real estate early and I was super passionate about it, but sure. it's not like I was uh, six years old and said, I want to be a real estate broker. Right. Yeah. Right? But I've gone all in and it's been great. And it comes back to exactly what you're saying is like, that will allow me to do other things in my life. Right. Exactly. And so I'm like going all in on this right now. Yeah. Um, and then I can maybe remove myself slowly over time. Right. And this is just rolling. Yeah. And that's, that's how you see it. Um, exactly. And so that led you to investing in real estate
0: and then therefore, you know, getting involved in property management and then thinking, thinking, Hey, this is a business that, that I can do. Right. 100%.
2: Yeah.
0: So I just got started (laughs) investing and three months ago, Charlie and I bought our first house. It was pretty simple, really. Um, So we got a USDA loan, um, and we were able to get that for our primary residence. And that loan basically just restricts us to a geographical region to buy a house. Um, But the plan is—and so we're living there now. We've been there for three months. The plan is in um, March or April to uh, buy another house um, and rent that current one out. And so that's like the fastest way to get get started.
2: The plan was— (laughs) until <laughs> that was the,
0: that was the <laughs> that plan. That was the plan. Yeah, um, And so and so I had some, you know, my savings that I had set aside um, and then an opportunity to present itself. Um, and so because I was getting more involved in real estate investing, uh, making connections um, in the industry with Matt and, and other people, um, more opportunity presented itself. So as far as getting your feet wet, I would say just buy your first house. Um, and if you can, rent out some rooms. Um, that's called house hacking, so um, is where you either buy, a, you can buy a, a single-family home or a duplex, triplex, fourplex, live in one area, one unit, or if it's a single-family home, you know, your bedroom, and uh, rent out the other areas so to cover the cost of the mortgage and potentially, hopefully, make extra cash on top of that so that you can start building up another savings account to make another down payment on another house and just kind of keep that cycle rolling. Um, so as far as getting started, like that's the best thing is like just buy your first house, get started, yeah, and and figure out a way to to make money off of
2: and then it. Get really. your second. So my thing is just get around people that are doing it. Yeah. Right. Save up some money and then just get in the game. Right. Yeah. You got to start looking at deals, meeting people, seeing what's going on, and that's the only way that you're ever gonna, yeah, jump yeah. in.
0: Talk to us more. Um, yeah. Get on. Yeah. Uh, get on Bigger Pockets. It's a podcast. Um, it's all about real estate investing. And networking with real estate investors, Um, and I—I'll be honest. Whenever I first got in the industry, um, I felt like like when I heard networking, I was like, no, I don't want to go awkwardly mingle with people and like have to make up these weird conversations just to learn about like real estate. But like now, like because my interest, I'm so much more interested in real estate investing and making money and retiring early than. You know, it, it makes it so much easier because these people are all on the same path, and like that's the a common theme mm. I've seen in real estate. It's like, like people wanting to help people, and that's something that like we that just earlier. want to do. Like yeah, like I we just want to help people. We don't care if we get anything back from them. Like that's the no. I mean add value. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So if you already own your first house, plan on buying another one. You know, as soon as possible, and renting out the current one that you that you're in. Um, there's an awesome. Tool you can use at rentometer.com, and uh, you can put in your address and find out how much your rent, uh, how much you can rent that house out for. It's kind of a general guesstimate, uh, but it's it's good. It's it's you know fairly accurate, and you can see how much your rent will be. And if that's more than your mortgage, like go for it. Yeah. Um, if it's not, if your mortgage is going to be higher than that rent amount, then I would say plan on selling that house and, and buying in an area where the rent rate is going to be higher than what your mortgage will be. Right. So as um, far as getting started, that's what I would say.
2: Just get around people, man. Like, come reach out to us. We'll get you in the game quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Matt got me in the game <laughs> quick, for sure. Yeah. I, like I said, the, my, pa- or my plan was to uh, buy another house in, in April or March coming up. And an opportunity presented itself um, to buy a house that Matt in- mentioned earlier that we have in Round Rock. Um, wasn't <laughs> mentally prepared for that. Um, but that's the thing is that like, it was a great deal. Like our, we were able to get it, it's a foreclosure. We were able to get it for a low price and it's a buy and hold. And so our mortgage is like so much less than what we're going to get in rent. Yeah. Um, and I, so, I was
2: talking about that earlier, how right. it's a great property, great area, but it's kind of a bad time of the year. Sure. Um, so that's a little bit of a challenge, but it's okay
0: because our, uh, we've We've calculated the risk with this and so we're prepared to for it to sit on the market for a little bit yeah Um, yeah yeah. so we're okay with that and then another the next deal that we're doing um, is the flip that we're doing in South Austin Um, big shout out to our friends Austin property buyers uh, Bryce Carlos Marco they're awesome guys and they reached out to us because of the podcast Um, and um, so when this house came up um, this opportunity we basically teamed up with them and now we're flipping a house in austin yeah uh, in south austin yeah wasn't mentally prepared for that but
2: like I'm just, <laughs> so you know. he's got it. one that you live in that you own one that's for rent and a <laughs> and flip then, right yeah exactly so that's three very yeah. quickly and so when we
0: like a month before we bought our primary residence our house um we're living out in huddo um like i was like pretty discouraged i was like this is never gonna happen this is gonna take too long Um, and then now it's like, it's once you get the first one, then, and you're in the right mindset, um, then it's just going to cycle and and keep keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: for sure. How do you decide where to buy? What criteria do you, do you, do you use for me? Um, like Lexi was saying, it's, it's believing in Austin, like, You can go look at Killeen or other states and you can look at your returns and you can make a lot better returns. Sure. And I'm not saying that mine is the only, my process or my my way of looking at it's the only way to go. Yeah. But I just believe in this market. And I've seen and I've talked to people that have bought properties here Mm -hmm. and they've told me like the market doesn't really crash here. It kind of levels off and it goes up. Sure. So my thought is to be super patient and find properties in Austin that work yeah um and like ross cove like that's not a that deal doesn't come around often so you do
0: it yeah um i mean with austin being like a super hot market it's tough to get in um but like if you can find the right deal then austin's perfect because people are moving here every single day um, and it's great so if you can find a, a house that's below market value um and that if the numbers work basically then you can find a house anywhere um like i said it's a little bit tougher to get in in austin right now um on houses that are at market but if you can find something below market put a little bit of money into it to fix it up um find the right people connect with the right lenders then you can get a house anywhere
2: yeah yeah so define your area and then just start understanding values and buy below it and Mm -hmm. travis uh i'm flipping a house with travis cool he mentioned to have a mix of and flips and long term holds going on at the same time. Yeah. And that's exactly that's what, what we have going on. Yeah, yeah.
0: for sure. Um, and that's like now that, because I never, I thought I never wanted to do flips, but now that we're doing it, like I, it's like, it's like exciting, it's short term, um, it's uh, like a quick turnover. So you put your money in and then you're I'm, we're going to get it back in a month, right. you know? And so that's like super exciting to think of, like, the return on investment we're gonna get so much quicker. Yeah. And but also, and I think, so going back to like the balance of it, like doing a little bit of both, like I'm thinking about retirement, right? And I'm thinking about whenever my kids are, you know, going to high school, you know, graduating college, like me just being around, mm-hmm. being at home, not, and us being able to take vacations, me not having a, a nine to five that I have to go to every single day in right. order to provide, um, you know, I'll have these long term buying holds that are bringing in money every single month. Right. But for now, and so like the fix and flips, the short term
2: can help facilitate that. Yeah, you get um, quicker cash to exactly. put down. Yeah. And what I think is cool, what I've been working on with, with you and Austin Property Buyers and Travis, yep. is to do these flips with other people. Right. Because then it takes a lot of stress off you, yeah. right? If if it was just, imagine if you were doing the property, the Woodcroft on your own. Sure. It'd be terrifying. It's, it would suck, right? Yeah, like would, yeah. Would you you would make like way more money. Yeah. But it would it would take a lot of your time. Yeah. And like the way that we can structure is we can we can all help out a little bit. Right. We all make money. Yeah. And we all add value. Like I really like that idea. Yeah. And, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so that's, that's how I like to flip. I don't. I don't really want to go do it by myself. I want to have partners with me. Right. Yeah. For sure. And to think that
0: like yes, you could make more if you didn't involve other people or get partners um in the short term but think about the relationship that now you're cultivating right. and that how much more that's going to bring to you you know going forward in the future right like there's so many deals yeah. that we're going to do together throughout right. our, our lives yeah and um you know it's because we have this relationship right. and, and same with awesome property buyers like we're you know gonna do more deals yeah you know, and perfect
2: example with travis so Travis and I uh, are flipping a house on Eddystone mm-hmm. and we saw a deal today and we were we both kind of emailed we emailed hey send me the property separately yeah, yeah and we're like hey why don't we just do this together yeah and that was a lot easier we would have never really made that connection if we sure. didn't have this other deal going on right yeah so that's exactly like what you're saying yeah. that could lead to 10 other things going on yeah
0: the importance of relationships um, is huge in any in, in any industry especially um, real estate and, and property management, you know, and that's what we want to provide and what we're trying to provide to our fellow investors, but also to like, you know, our, our clients that we have in property management that right. we have at Tree Homes is providing that like, I mean, those opportunities for, for investment and this, yeah. that relationship is huge.
2: Yeah, I agree. And um, now that I'm joining Tree full-time I think that we're going to have a lot more of those opportunities. Yeah. Like all the time. Um, For sure. Because it's, I mean, with like the company,
0: what we have going on right now, everybody that we have, so we have seven full time employees, um, and, you know, each person is like their own department. So we've got all bases covered, but now you're going to come in and like just. The relationship thing
2: is gonna right. be huge. You and know? Finding more deals. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Reaching out to investors and making them aware of like you know the importance of property management really.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, and people, I feel like people hear all the time that this is a hot market. Like, how do you find deals? Yeah. And they just don't really look. They just they hear like it's everyone's buying. So I'm I'm just gonna stay away from that. Yeah. But there's still so much opportunity. Sure. Right. If you're just in it every day. Yeah. And now that I'm doing this full-time, like I said, um, I'm going to be seeing a lot of deals. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be really looking at properties all the time, and I would love for more people to get involved and reach out to us and let us help them buy them, and we buy them together or however we can be of a, a, a value to them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, anybody that's watching,
0: um, I mean reach out to us to get coffee like the relationship is really what matters right. um, if the business comes from it um, as far as like in going on investments together then so be it but like we just want to like help in any way any way possible yeah um, but yeah so we're going to wrap things up here cool um, thank you everyone that is watching we're really excited about about this um, about the help from uh, Randy Robinson, our good friend that we went yeah. to high school with and Texas State with. This is a great setup. Yeah. Um, so if you guys ever need to, to help with Facebook Live or any production stuff, reach out to him. Obviously, his logo is on this video. I think it's down here somewhere. Please comment down below and let us know if, if you guys like this Facebook Live. Obviously, this is the first time we're doing it. And um, we, we're really enjoying it and we yeah. just want to provide more value to you guys. If you guys want to find out more information about us, you can go to our website at uh treehomes.com that's tree with one e um homes.com and then we also have the regular podcast is the young wild financially free podcast we're on any platform uh spotify itunes um you name it